You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating! Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Welcome back to the one, the only, the classic Rabbit and Red podcast. I'm Simone. I'm Riley. Welcome back to another episode, episode 13. So what are we doing? Naturally, we're recovering a Friday the 13th movie on our 13th episode. You would think that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. We're we're going to go ahead and just pretend that we haven't already covered like five of those movies yeah. and jump over to Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. More to mine in that series uh, currently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did uh, The Dream Child, which <laughs> it's worse than this. Okay. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're, we're doing the next one in the franchise. We're doing Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. And this movie is, yeah, it's, I mean, it's probably worse, I guess, from a technical standpoint, but I'd much rather watch this movie any day of the week. A dream Child makes me want to punch a wall. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. 100%. I can easy, I can get through. Uh, Freddy's dead uh, easier than I can Dream Child. Dream Child is a chore to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And Freddy's dead, even though it's like it's early 90s, it's 1991, it is like already on that path of feeling very 90s. So, um, yeah, it's a good mix of 80s and 90s, especially because they, they, they have some gaming jokes in here, too, which is just fun. Yeah. Um, but we are like this movie is very comical. I mean, it's pretty stupid. They have Looney Tunes sound effects in this for a kill. Yeah. Like they just go full cartoon with it. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, before we dive uh, all the way in, uh, how's it been going? How's the week been? I Usually I see you like every day because we're playing video games or something, but I've been so busy with the fall camp blood. I got sick of shit. That didn't help. Uh, I haven't really heard from you. What, what have you been up to? Oh, not too much. Just planning out things. Bought my tickets for flashback weekend. Yeah, and just been trying to get some things in motion for moving my mom out here. And yeah, that's been pretty much it. Just some shopping and... Very nice. Yeah, I haven't done much. Like I said, I got really sick. It's It sucks because this past week was probably like the most stressful it had to be for the fall camp blood. Because not only, you know, wrapping the film up in and of itself, but the actual like planning and getting everybody in and planning the panel for the premiere and mm. I mean, just logistics like that. So that was like, I plan on doing like 12 hours a day every day this week. And then I got unbelievably sick on Monday. I couldn't stop throwing up and it knocked me on my ass for like three days. I was like, geez, come on. Not now, <laughs> not like this. Um, but I'm good now. And I, I've caught up and the film's in a good place. So happy with that. And nice. we'll be okay. Just, yeah, I did. I didn't make a, a little bit of an investment during the week, though. Uh, this is what happens when I can sit in my phone all day sick and look at people stuff that people are selling. Uh, somebody was selling a uh, what is it? It's called a Nag 75K castle. It's like the most expensive or one of the most expensive independent Myers mask on the market. I was like, you know what? <sighs> I just bought this fucking mannequin for the fall camp blood premiere because I, I wanted to have Jason on display at the premiere. Mm. I was like, man, I'm going to have that mannequin afterwards. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. So I was like, ah, yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> Why not? It was, a guy, it was a guy from Thailand selling it. So I'm like, dude, he's giving me an insane deal because, you know, that USD over there, it, it, I don't know. It's special. It sucks over here. It gets me nothing, but. <laughs> <laughs> but everywhere uh, else, it's really good. Yeah. So he gave me he gave me a good deal. I was like, fine, I'll do it. And so I also just got custom coveralls made to fit the mannequin that are like really accurate to the 78 uh, version. And I'm, I got the jungle boots. I got like the accurate olive jungle boots. So, yeah, I'm going to have a full size six foot tall Myers in here in my office that I have no room for. But I'll find space and should look good. The next thing on my list for that, I, at some point, I want to get silicone hands, which they sell them. Uh, there's someone like Etsy, like really like posable silicone hands. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And I can take it. I can also weather it myself, you know, add some blood and shit, and hmm. boom. A realistic knife would be cool too. I could just give him a real knife. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. What's the worst that can happen? He's gonna follow me and stab me. I mean, maybe, but what are the chances? Yeah, I can take it. So you're going with 78 version, so you don't need the bullet holes then, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're like slightly weathered. They're weathered as if a mechanic wore them. That's it. Like nothing, uh, no blood damage, no shots. Um, mm-hmm. I would go H two, but that's not what the nag is. It's meant to yeah be seventy eight, and that's yeah. the baby anyway. Yeah, it's Got, true. We have the original Halloween poster in here. I wish I had room over there. I'd go put the, the mannequin over there, but I don't. My, yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, it would look good next to the poster. Yeah, I think I'm. I don't know where I'm gonna put it, dude. I. Of course, then you'd have to get a leather face mannequin, put that next to the, the TCM poster. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it sucks because I have the remake costume coming. Mm. I could do that, but nah. Then I got to buy another mannequin. Those things aren't cheap, bro. They're like 160 bucks a pop. That's for like a half-ass one. Wow. So yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. One last like. Kapow from New Line Cinema milking this franchise as much as they can and they couldn't really make sense of it anymore so they're like you know what we're just gonna we're just gonna go full Looney Tunes like you said just full nonsense this shit does not make any sense anymore and it's it's kind of like what they you would do with like Jace Goes to Hell or Jace Takes Manhattan but they just went stupid they went full on Narnar with this movie and I they showed right from the opening like they're not even trying to be scary and you get that because the first time you see freddy what is he doing he's the wicked witch of the west he flies in on a broom and he says i'll get you my pretty and your little soul too yeah you're like okay yeah the movie it, it starts with like these quotes it's red text and a black screen and the first one's from like what friedrich nietzsche Whatever I don't know. I'm yeah, not, I don't know. I'm not German. Uh, it says, "Do you know the terror of he who falls asleep? To the very toes, he is terrified because the ground goes away under him and the dream begins." It's like, oh, okay, that's that's neat. And then they fade it off, and then it's "Welcome to Prime Time, Freddy Krueger," <laughs> or "Welcome to Prime Time, bitch, Freddy Krueger." It's like, yep. oh, okay. <laughs> we don't care. I got it. I'm in. I'm with you. So, yeah, that's kind of like start, that already kind of starts to start the tone. And then they show after the title card, it's this big map of the United States. Yep. They spotlight Springwood, Ohio. Uh, yeah, Springwood, Ohio. And it says 10 years from now. And I'm like, OK, I totally forgot about this being in the movie. And I was so confused reading it because like they kind of go with this plot. But I don't know. It's 
weird. So um, is it is the map showing ten years from now, and then we jump to that timeline? I do. I don't know. Or is it before? Because because it, it says ten years from now, but then later when they go to Elm Street, everyone's in that mass psychosis they mentioned because all the kids are dead. So where I, are we? I think I, yeah, I would think so. That's what it make. That sure as hell is what it seems like. So and I'll, okay, on the map it says mysterious killing and suicide suicides wipe out entire population of children and teenagers in Springwood, Ohio. Remaining adults are experiencing mass psychosis. There is new evidence of one surviving teenager. And that would, yeah, like, so there's your plot, but yep. that's so stupid. Yeah. It's, it, I don't understand. I, and I still don't understand where, I guess we did jump 10 years. Okay. I guess that's where we are. Yeah. 10 years from the dream child. Yeah, and somehow Freddy's back. This is the only one where Freddy doesn't, outside of the original, uh, where he doesn't have a resurrection. He just is. So, like, the last time we saw Freddy, he was trapped again in Amanda Kruger. Yeah. Right? And then, but this one, he's just, he's just there. And there is no mention of Alice or Jacob. Yeah, there's no mention of anything. Like, <laughs> no, this one doesn't feel like it tries to connect to any of them. They're just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, it's like I said, it's just one more random go at the franchise. And it's not like it's trying to spice it up to like, bring back the character for more. It's just that's it. And you can even see like clips of um, because uh, Rachel is it Tal- Talalay, Talala uh, or Talala, whatever. I. Rachel, the who directed this, she was kind. Of, she produced several of the past films, and they kind of like let her jump in and take it. Not she took hold of the story, and she took hold of directing. And even when like she was interviewed at Freddie's funeral, I don't know if you remember this because for Freddie's dead, they put on a literal funeral. Yeah, for um for the character for Freddy Krueger, and she was interviewed there. It's like, was there any chance he couldn't come back? She's like, no, he's dead. <laughs> She's, no god no please no <laughs> she's I mean, like i'm so fucking done <laughs> no no more technically he does kind of remain dead until 2003 because even in new nightmare it's not freddy yeah yeah if it wasn't for freddy versus jason which i don't even know what freddy versus jason is pulling from like is it from freddy's dead it doesn't really I matter but i think it's supposed to be from freddy's dead and jason goes to hell Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, from there, from that weird United States moment, we get introduced to our main character who's on an airplane. And what his name is literally John Doe, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, because he loses his memory. So they call him John Doe. John Doe. He never gets his memory back. Yeah, he never gets a real name. He's just John Doe the whole movie. Yeah. That's that's fun. And he's supposed to be a teenager, correct? That's what it says based on the United States thing. Right. But, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit. He he thinks later on that he's Freddy's kid. But we hear that Freddy's kid was taken away in 66. So how is it that he could be 17 years old in the timeline of where this movie takes place in like the 80s or the 90s? Huh. I never even thought about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid, man. Even the and even the woman, like the woman that is his daughter, she looks really young. She should be. I mean, she, she looks a little bit older. Uh, Lisa Zane. 
Yeah. Um, I'm not sure when was she born. But it's like, at least you can like, okay, yeah, I buy her. But this this other John Doe is an idiot. <laughs> Doesn't know math. Yeah, because it, it's very clear. Because the whole point is he's the last remaining person under the age of 20 in Springwood, Ohio. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so for this movie, she'd have been 30. Lisa Zane. And if she was supposed to be like three or four in 1966. Yeah, that adds up. She was born in 61. So yeah, that adds okay. up. Okay, so that's fine. It's just the other idiot apparently can't do math. <laughs> yeah, because he would have been born in 70, 70 something. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. And then I'm not even sure when the movie actually takes place. You can probably like look up a timeline on it, but it because it skips ahead 10 years, I don't even know what year it actually is. Yeah, I don't know. I guess 10 years from Dream Child. This is the last one. Theoretically, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and know. I don't care enough to look it up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That sums this movie up. <laughs> um, but yeah, our, our John Doe, he's on a plane. Uh Think things are things are going a little weird. Your typical like plane crash is about to happen. It's all found destination up in here. But yeah, he wakes up from the the plane crash as he's falling down to his death. And yeah, that it, we start going Wizard of Oz. The house starts shaking that he's in, and he flies up into the sky, and it's Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I do like back when he's on the plane. He's sitting beside that old woman, that big old woman. And yeah. he looks at her, he's like, oh, I got a fear of height. She's like, don't be a pussy. And then she don't flies up to the plane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, then, of course, our first look at Freddy is when the house is flying in the air. Freddy's on a broomstick flying outside as the, the wicked witch. <laughs> just like a witch. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Yeah, I mean, that, that should just kind of sum more up where we're going. I mean, it nothing matters. Yeah, they stop caring. Like, they, yeah. they're just like... It's the last one. We're going to go bat shit. People are going to hate it, but fuck it. Whatever. We'll make some money. Yeah, but then he, he's kind of just running around. He's seeing creepy old houses and running through these bushes and stuff. But then he gets hit by a bus driven by Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I, a little bit before that, he falls down that big hill. Yeah. I was thinking the actor or the stunt person that did that must have been dizzy as hell after that. Because you do see him falling. Yeah, he rolls. He rolls for a while. Yeah, and then he he gets the bus ticket from uh, Robert Shea. Yeah, of course he had to get his cameo in there. Yeah, and then yeah, he gets hit by the bus, and Freddie has the line, "No screaming while the bus is in motion." Yeah, yeah. and also yeah. Freddie's makeup is terrible in this one. I hate it. Uh, you do see a lot more of Robert through it, but yeah, I just don't like it. I don't like the the fedora either. Yeah, the the fedora is like it's like too green. It's also huge. And it's, <laughs> it's really big. Yeah, because he's got th- this fedora is like super super clean. There's like yeah. no weather to it. And it's got like the the green like pinstripe on it. You know, like the band, like a typical like rich boy fedora. Yeah, uh, which we've never really seen up to this point. So very clean, very crisp guy. He's got some fashion. Yeah. Then he, yeah, he, so he's driving him on the bus. It, literally, our John Doe is just chilling on the, like the windshield, <laughs> yeah. um, and he launches him through this like portal. I, I don't know how you'd explain it. It just, yeah, it's like he breaks the barrier of the dream, 
and sends him into the real world over the city limit of Springwood or the town limits where Freddy can't, he can't cross because he's, his, he's bound to Springwood. Which is that always been a thing? I don't know because isn't Weston Hills outside of Springwood? I would think so. Because in yeah. Freddy versus Jason, Will's like, we got to go back there. And his friend is like, what, back to Springwood? It doesn't make sense to me that he's been bound to Springwood this whole time. I just don't think he ever wanted to go beyond the kids of Elm Street. Like, that was where his revenge was struck. And that's, he, he was keeping it going. Yeah. Like, I, this is the only one that says he's like bound there and he needs blood relative to take him out yeah so like the second he he himself drives the john doe out of the world or the 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 springwood the town line yeah then he's like okay i can't get you anymore see you later kid yeah and then he's like be a good little doggy and fetch uh so he did that just to set up for his daughter yeah i i guess because he <laughs> he his thought what like he sends this guy flying out through the the portal out the say the limits dude lands on a rock hits his head forgets who he is what if he just wandered off like what if he never went to the, the city that is literally right there next to springwood by the way like you can dude, see it i'm and, like trying to imagine the pitch like the the idea, okay, fine. The whole Springwood town limit bullshit for Freddy is fine. But you're like, okay, we're going to establish a main character or a false main character via John Doe. And we're going to have him hit his side of his head on a rock and lose his memory in the most ridiculous way possible. And that's going to set up the entire story. Yep. And he just happens to go where Freddy's daughter is. So dumb. <sighs> And was like him losing his memory part of Freddy's plan? I because you would. It kind of has to be for this to make any sense. Like, why wouldn't he just go home? That's true. And I guess they wouldn't have a reason to for his daughter to take him back to Springwood. Yeah, just to stretch, man. It's a big stretch. Like, couldn't Freddy just use some magical powers to wipe his memory instead? That like is literally more believable than me than him just falling on a rock. Yeah, yeah, he could have made him forget who he is, but remember Springwood because he he does like he's he's like oh I I don't know why I know, but I feel like if I fall asleep, I'm not waking up. Are you though? Because you're not in Springwood, but yet if Freddy can still invade your dream, yeah. Like how long has he been having those dreams? Ten years, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Ten years later, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It also doesn't really make sense that all of the teens are dead in Springwood. Like, yeah. what, did Freddy get bored after he got rid of all the Elm Street kids? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to keep going now. Yeah. Whereas even in, uh, uh, fuck, what was it? Dream Master? It was revealed Freddy couldn't go beyond Elm Street. He oh, yeah. Needed, he needed Kirsten with, uh, or he needed, um, Alice with Kirsten's power to bring him to the other kids outside of Elm Street. So yeah. how did he kill everybody else? 
Ah, uh, dude, it's all of it. All <laughs> of it's just one big stretch. Yeah. Oh well. Well, moving on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Let's see. Next. Uh, where am I at? Wait one second. He opened up my Maggie bio. Oh, is there not any sort of bio for her? The- oh yeah, he he starts walking because he sees he has that article. He has that little piece of newspaper there, and he has some money and he's got these pills to stay awake. He starts walking. Then we cut to the kid being yelled at by his father. Yep, and that- he, likes play- he plays too much video games. Yeah, he's playing a Tiger Electronic Ninja Gaiden game. Which... Yeah, so he's already suffering enough, okay? <laughs> yeah. Those, those things don't work, all right? Also, that kid is uh, probably went on to be the biggest star out of everybody, except for, like, Johnny Depp, was Brecken Mayer, who was in... Yeah. Um, uh, he was in that fucking movie with Tom Green where they had to get the tape back from his girlfriend... He accidentally sent this breakup tape to his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah. in that. He's in a bunch of other stuff, but yeah, and he's done a lot of like voice acting. Um, he's been, like, he did a lot of robot chicken. Yeah. Uh, he did a lot of, um, well, he's in Clueless. I, I yeah. distinctly recall Clueless because my childhood, big fan. <laughs> Um, I think what well, he's most known for like Rat Race, right? Which I yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, so yeah, he he made a career. He's doing all right. He's still, to this day still voice acting quite a bit. Mm, that's good. Yeah, he grew a beard. He's very attractive now. <laughs> oh no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets yelled at by his dad, and his dad storms off. And that's when we meet Maggie. And he's like, oh, nice job, my kid. I expect to see some improvement. She's like, he's not a Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they have a conversation. Uh, the head of this shelter comes in holding a pipe bomb. He's like, I found this in his room. He's like, oh, it's just teaching the kids some survival techniques. And he runs off. Apparently, they keep, like, you see near the end of the movie, they've got an arsenal at the bottom of the shelter that they've collected from these kids this, this place is weird man like i'm like is, is is anybody being fixed here yeah i don't know it's supposed to be like weston hills but like shitty yeah <laughs> like bro it is yeah <laughs> yeah and then we see tracy run in uh the girl that doesn't like to be touched um she was beating up a kid that was hitting on her and she says she, she has doc's class tells them to work around it um is that when we do we cut back to John Doe there in the alley? They're like, "Hey, you've seen this like crackhead before?" No, he's new. They're like, oh, the whole afternoon waste on paperwork." They're like, "No, nah, take him to the shelter. Let the bleeding hearts do it." I, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, he made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank there. God. They, like, thank God they thought of sending him there. Yeah, that is totally by chance. Like, what if they? What if these cops actually wanted to do their job, and they took him in? Like they brought him into the police station, like, and he never met Maggie. Freddie's plan hinges on chance. <laughs> the whole thing hinges on chance. 
Yeah, it, it really does. Like it, him going to this city, I, I don't know what city. It looks like the biggest city in Ohio, whatever that is. I don't know. Like Cincinnati? Yeah, maybe. I know it's you can see it from Springwood as he's walking out and he's got like the Oh yeah, you see like the skyline. Yeah. Yeah. And so like it's just chance that he goes there. It's chance that these cops see him. It's chance that they <laughs> take him to the shelter. Yeah. Freddie's just sitting back there, man. I hope they I hope he goes to the shelter. I, yeah, <laughs> like what's he and how do can Freddie like watch? How does that work? I don't know because like John Doe has a dream later. Like he has a dream in the shelter. Freddie, like he's in a nightmare. He goes up the stairs and he walks in the room and he sees himself all bloody in a straitjacket. And he's like, I'm your memory. You fucking idiot. Free me. Which he never does. But like he has that dream at the shelter. So do they have to know about Freddie in order to dream about him? And you're like, yes. Okay. Then how come multiple people in this movie who have no idea who the fuck Freddy Krueger is dream about him and he can invade their dreams? Uh, yeah, no idea. And when he dreams of the shelter, dude, he's like he's, he's like a little girl and is being like guided by her in a very Freddy Krueger way. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, tell me who I am. She's like, oh, I won't tell. And he's like sleepwalking too. Yeah, he's going up the stairs both like in the dream he's going upstairs, but back in the real world he's walking up invisible stairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which I thought was like, wait, that's stupid, but they've done that before. They did that in Dream Warriors. The dude walked through a door in the in the dream world, and in the real world he just phased through the door. What but like for that to happen, like Freddy's power has to come into play yeah like his power is there so they're saying basically that the dream world if you know about freddy and when you sleep freddy can get you anywhere in the world because once you go to sleep you enter into his his world his realm but right so why would you why does he have to lose his memory? Why wouldn't you want him to know about you so he could say your name and spread the fear? Like yeah, they- and even like, really, what is the point of him losing his memory other than the fact that he doesn't go home? Nothing. It's literally just to get him back to Springwood with Maggie. Huh. Yeah, when they could have just pulled what they did in Freddy versus Jason when Will and them spread the fear of Freddy accidentally. Yeah. Would have made more sense, but whatever. Hey, by the way, on uh, Brecken Meyer, um, I was looking at him like hardcore, and I realized what I knew him from, mm-hmm. and that's Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Oh, I love that movie. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that I know it's him, I I like this movie so much more. Oh, there you go. Wow, this is a great movie. <sighs> but yeah, uh, okay. So from there, from the whole dream sequence thing that happens, he meets with Maggie is. I don't know, trying to explain it, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, he meets with Maggie and he's all calm and talking and she and she's like, So where are you from? And all of a sudden he just explodes. He's I don't remember. Right. <laughs> and then he goes back to being calm and peaceful. <laughs> it's like I was just saying it, sorry, I just flip out whenever I'm asked that question. <laughs> yeah, anything memory related, I'm gonna go fucking nuts, dude. 
Yeah. And he's just like, all I know is I can't go to sleep because if I do, I ain't waking up. She's like, how do you know that? He's like, I don't know it. I feel it. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it adds up. Um, (laughs) I think it's funny in Maggie's office, she has not one, but two dare stickers. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're really trying to push, you know, no, no drugs, kids. Don't do it. Although there's like the whole drug scene. Yeah. The one dude's a big pothead. Brick and Meyer. Yeah, got to respect that. Uh, so from there, we, I mean, Maggie's with Doc. She has a scene with Doc. Yeah, he's saying he only gets like 23 minutes a week with the kids. And, and he says, uh, like, you know, if you give me some time, I could help you with your little problem. She's like, I don't have a problem. I just have a little recurring dream and I'm handling it. But yeah, for, from there, Maggie goes and is like, OK, we're going to go to Springwood with our piece of shit. One thousand dollar van. Really yeah. representing the the clinic here. Oh, there is a scene before that where we the kids are talking. Carlos, Spencer, and Tracy are all talking about this plan they have to escape in the van. And uh, we see Spencer, or not Spencer, Carlos is deaf. Uh, he yeah. has the, he's like, I stopped talking back when it became hazardous to my health. And they're like, hey, we all set? Yeah, we give the van driver our money by dawn and we're out of here and then maggie's like to john doe i'll take you back to springwood and you can get a spark and he's like no 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 i can't go back there you know i don't need a spark i'll stay here you go i'll stay here sparkless but happy <laughs> and it's like ugh. some of the, the dialogue in this movie just hurts me a lot of it yeah um, and uh ricky dean logan is also he, he's the one that plays carlos and he's in like back to the future two and three Oh, wow. Yeah. I met him, and I held his hoverboard. <gasps> yeah, great times. So that was my first convention. It was a Texas Frightmare. Uh, is he one of the bullies with Griff? Yep. yep. Ah, yes, nice. sir. He, he's actually the one. He's the one that yells, uh, um, those, those boards, those, those don't, boards work don't work anymore. <laughs> Unless you've yeah. got power. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they, uh, they all get in the van. And, uh, well, Maggie and John Doe don't know that Spencer, Carlos, and Tracer are in the back. John Doe falls asleep. He's like, oh, I told you not to let me fall asleep. And then they see the little girl in the road. And she's like, go back. And he grabs the wheel. And this serves no other purpose than, the, than to just reveal that Tracy and Carlos and uh, fucking what's his nuts are in the back. Spencer. Spencer, yeah. They're all in the van. And she's like, oh, they, because he grabbed the wheel, they spin out, they all come crashing to the front there. And Maggie's like, what the hell? What are you guys doing here? She's like, I can't believe you people pulling a stunt like this. I'm like, you can't. You can't believe that these sheltered kids who have problems would run away when one of them is known for running away. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then after this is when the movie goes full on retarded. Like it's so dumb at this point. I mean, it's already dumb. I mean, we're, we, but we were like passable <laughs> dumb. But then, like, so they the Springwood Town Fair is going on, uh, and they pull up in the van. They're checking things out, and like every single person there, one, they're all adults. There's not a single kid. Yep. How fun! A lot of um, old people. Yeah, and they're like old and they're all like psychosis. So they're all stupid and weird. And I'm like wondering who set up the fair. 
and why? <laughs> I know. I guess 10 years ago they set up the fair and then everyone died and they just left it there. Don't you think the federal government would have stepped in? Yes. The, Maggie is from a city that is legit close enough to Springwood that up in the air a little bit you could see the skyline. You're telling me that nobody, nobody knows about this mass death of all the kids in this town and this mass psychosis like she just doesn't know yeah i mean you're talking about hundreds of kids dying yeah this would be all over the news everyone in the world would know about this but yeah especially if it's all via suicide i mean it's not supposed to be all it's supposed to be like accidents and shit but like that's a lot of suicides and accidents man yeah and and that there's this town full of just like these adults that are in this mass psychosis like but nope, not a soul knows about it. it yeah, this is where I, I this is so <laughs> bold to make this ridiculous choice to have it where, yeah, there's no kids at all. And all of our adults that for some reason stayed are nuts and nobody stepped in to make any difference. Just like, yep, here we are. It almost like they're in a dream state the entire time is pretty what much. It like. But they're not, <laughs> but they could be. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, there's some weird stuff with that too, with the whole the waking world and with the van and them trying to find their way out. Yeah, uh, right. It just makes no fucking sense. But so yeah, they wander around this fair, and eventually, when they're in the phone booth, Roseanne shows up. <laughs> Roseanne Barr is in this movie. Oh yeah. Uh, Yep. I forgot that's actually her. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. This is before the, you know, psycho and racism and all that stuff. Um, Yeah. She wasn't racist then. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. She's hit it better, I guess. Um, But she comes up to them. She's like, oh my God, it's been so long since we've had kids. I'll hide you better this time. You won't get them. And then who shows up? Tom Arnold. (laughs) Yeah. What a movie. What a (laughs) cast. Because they were married at the time. And uh, Tom Arnold comes up. He's like, Ethel, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they bring him. He's like, I want my kids back. And then the, just, I don't even understand this. The school bells ring and they look. And then Tom was like, see what you done did. Uh, uh, what? What does that mean? Freddie's ringing the bell. <laughs> it's like the school bell's going to ring. There's a dude in there who thinks he's teaching a class. Freddie 101. So, like, what did they do to write? Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Makes no sense. Yeah. And wait, who who came in? You know, because you have to hire, like, an outside group of people to do a carnival, like your carnies. Yeah. So, who who hired them? And why would they even agree to do it? Because they're not going to make any money because there's nobody playing the games. And why did they stay there? Like, the clown on them is still there. Why? Yeah. And honestly, I understand that there should be like nobody there. It's like ghost town, but there's literally like five total adults there. Yeah, like, there's nobody in this town. So who do he live with? I want to know his story. I want to know John Doe's story. Yeah, like where are his parents? His parents weren't there. Shouldn't his parents be like normal? Well, like they should. Pro- they're probably hyper helicopter parenting him but where are they yeah like i know he doesn't have his memory like he knows he lived in springwood and he doesn't even try to find them yeah and if he's really the last person alive in springwood what is that school bell ringing solely for him 
Does he have class? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't get it, dude. I mean, obviously, he should be homeschooled, you would think, but I don't know. Just doesn't make any sense. <sighs> no. It doesn't, because like, they're in a mass psychosis because all the kids are dead except one. You'd think they would all know him, too. Like you yeah. think they would be like, oh, he's the one, he's the last one. But no. But yeah, and, then there we we see like uh, Maggie and John go off on like their own, um, exploring, trying to figure out to get his memory back and whatnot. Yeah, they go um, to the school and they're like, "Well, let's go to the school." And he's like, "Why?" Well, someone rang those bells. Okay. Oh, okay, great. Sure, like, definitely not automated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, someone went up there and Quasimodo themselves went there and rung that bell. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then what would it, the team, the other three go off on their own? What are they? What's their goal? Well, she tells them, you guys get in the van and like drive home, like drive back to the shelter. It's like, yes, well, they were just in the van to run away. So if you let them go by themselves, that is actually really fucking stupid. She says everybody back in the van. Yeah. And like they just... she, she knows they snuck out. I don't <laughs> like what the fuck was the point of putting them in the van? I know. They're they're obviously and you let the keys in it because they drive away. And uh, like uh, so I don't know. I don't understand because yeah. They get in the van to run away, and you're now you're giving them the van to drive away in. Because yeah, they'll go back to the shelter, sure. But yeah, and, they're they're driving around. They're trying to figure out how to get out of there. And uh, of course, like this is when like the iconic the map says we're fucked. Uh, yeah, because so they they're in, they're in a dream. I've, this is what I don't understand. They're awake, like they are awake right now. And no matter what road they take, what turn they take, somehow they always end up back in front of the same statue, like they're stuck in a loop. So yeah, Freddy's manipulating the waking world because they're awake. Because Carlos has a dream because he goes in the back, he falls asleep, and then he she's like, "Give me the map, Carlos," and they keep opens the map, and it's just like endless and huge. And yeah, he pulls up the thing and says, "Piece of the map," and he says, "You're fucked." <laughs> And then uh, she's like, Carlos, give me the map. He throws the map. He's like, yeah, well, the map says we're fucked. Yeah, great, great line. Great moment. Pretty, yeah. pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, so what's weird to me is that when we see them like first drive through the main part of town with the school and stuff, it looks, it's a ghost town, bro. Like there's nothing there. It looks like it's been abandoned for a while. But then as they're driving around and they're going down like these neighborhood blocks, it looks gorgeous. I mean, yeah, it looks it like a gorgeous town with really nice homes that are well maintained. That's no it. suicides have happened there at all. Flower <laughs> gardens, like those flowers are being maintained by somebody. Yeah, it's like everything looks so beautiful there. And then, like when we do get to the school, uh, which we'll cut to next with uh, Maggie and John, it's like destroyed. The school is just—it looks abandoned. It looks like a fucking abandoned hospital. It's destroyed man so yeah, it's, it's i'm just like, confused and why what why they decided to maintain some things and not others it's like the set designer like it's like they just forgot about that part and then they shot it and they just didn't care like uh this doesn't match what we see before and after you're like doesn't matter no one's gonna notice 
Yeah, even like there's there's cars everywhere on those back streets. Yeah. You know? Like it's like, oh, it's it's a well populated, well populated place to got here. It's yeah. like they, they shot one piece of it on the back lot, probably. And that's like your ghost town part of the of Springwood. And everything yeah. else just like South Pasadena. It looks like Halloween. It looks like South Pasadena. Yeah. And there is a whole part earlier Maggie sees that she reads the newspaper clipping that John Doe has. And it's a woman in front of a uh, water tower and it says Kruger woman still missing. And she has like a, a realization moment basically because she saw the water tower. It's like, wow, Springwood has a water tower. It connects to what? my dream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she like pull, pulls the newspaper out of her pocket and lines it up with the one that's in this like photo book found in the school of yep. all these newspaper clippings, which whew, lucky. Huh. <laughs> oh my yeah well, she found the exact one that her piece is cut out from yeah like her piece her specific newspaper is the one that's in there fits perfectly yeah what the fuck is that yeah and she's like oh kruger woman went missing he had a child and the teacher's like because the, the teacher is cuckoo he's teaching freddy 101 all this history of freddy krueger and he's like 1966 they took his child away. Oh, yeah. Thank God that this fucking lunatic is in here just to give us that backstory. Yep. That one piece of information. Uh, oh, my God. And then when they leave, he's like, but he says, he says another date. And he's like, Freddie came back to look for more. It's like, oh, okay. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and then Carlos, Tracy, and. Spencer, they get fed up with because none of them can find the way out. And uh, so Tracy's like, well, screw this. I'm going to get some rest. And uh, so they get out of the van. They walk and they she sees a house, a big house as a for sale sign. She's like, oh, this one, it'll be empty. How do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a decent guess. But just because a house is for sale doesn't mean people aren't living in it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I bet it has no heat or plumbing. Why wouldn't it have plumbing? It's a... Why? I mean, the the house they specifically go to is, like, boarded up and there's, like, fucking tiny little two-by-fours on the non-broken windows, which I'm so confused about. Like, what are those boards doing? (laughs) Like, they're not stopping the wind. There's fucking glass still there. It's fine. It's just like, no, we need to make it look like it's old and abandoned. Do it. (laughs) Do it. It'll be perfect. Yeah. Then then she goes, uh, she goes and kicks the door, like, with no problem, by the way. I understand that she's supposed to be, like, God. (laughs) Like, Tracy is a beast and can fight whoever and whatnot, but she does just kick in that giant door with no problem whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, she's basically Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey. Oh, fuck Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey couldn't strike to save her life. Okay, let's just not forget that. All right, Ronda Rousey could get arm bars and nothing else. Yeah, yeah. We have a whole conversation about that. I love MMA. So (laughs) Ronda Rousey lost because she can't punch things. She's a jujitsu black belt. Nothing else. That's what she gets. And then she fights Amanda Nunes and thinks she's going to stand up with her. What was she thinking? What was she thinking? Funny story about Ronda Rousey while we're on the tangent. Uh, okay. Ronda, Ronda, when she went against Holly Holmes, who was her first loss, she was, uh, she's like, hey, I know you want to kick me, but it ain't going to happen. Okay. I'm ready to catch that kick. You know what happened? She kicked it in kick. the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> it's right in the fucking face. Uh, 
Good times. Good yeah. times. Yeah. And then she fought Amanda Nunes. Got her got her shit kicked in there. Amanda Nunes also beat the shit out of Holly Holmes. But now Amanda Nunes lost. So everything's just falling apart. We have nothing. <sighs> God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, so they, she kicks in the door and they go in the house. When she closes the door, the door starts bleeding. Yep. It's like, oh, that's okay. So Again. they're in a they're in a dream. <laughs> it, but they're not. Like it's the waking. I don't understand. Like they, this is like part two. Like they broke rules. They break rules here because they're awake. But yet, Freddy disguised fourteen twenty eight Elm. As his house. So, yeah, when they go inside, the door starts to bleed and the whole house explodes off and it's 1428 Elm. Dude, by, by the way, when they first like go to the whole house exploding and becoming 1428, they start at the top window, then they like pull out like mm. a, it'd be like a crane. It was so obviously a miniature to me yep. that I was like, bruh, <laughs> bruh. And I, I love miniature work, but what, what makes it so bad is the it's actually the front door, right? So we see it bleeding. Yeah. And it's very realistic. Blood looks good. And then when they cut to the miniature, it's like drawn on with fucking like <laughs> like red Sharpie. It, it's so bad. I, like, seriously, just go watch that one scene again and just watch when it cuts to the miniature and they pull out. It's literally fucking red Sharpie, like drawn on the door. It's ridiculous. Guy just stepped in. It's like, whoa, whoa, we forgot the blood. Just give uh, <laughs> yeah, me a sharpie. For real. That, like, I would not be surprised if that's what happened. Like, oh shit, it was bleeding this shot before. And then they even have a shot of oh my okay. What's so fucking annoying about it is that it doesn't go to the blood, doesn't go to the top of the door. <laughs> like, it's literally like an inch down from the top of the door. It's God, it's so bad. So they have like the shot pulling out that shows, but then they literally have a close up of the door as it explodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. It's so fucking bad. They could have used the exact same blood they used in the actual door and dripped it down on it. It would have taken two seconds, but now they're like, hey, grab the, grab the lipstick. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. Where's uh, yeah. Uh, Linda? Linda, come here. I need your lipstick. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's it. But then, yeah, then it's 1428. And it's again, it's a miniature. Uh, and they have like the tricycle out front and whatnot. I don't think we ever see. Do we ever see the exterior again after it blows up like that and is revealed? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. That's a good way to say money. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, it's just a miniature. It's a miniature of 1428, and that's it. Uh, there was a thing earlier when Maggie and John Doe are walking to the school. Maggie stops, and John's like, Why'd you stop? And they look down on the sidewalk. And there's a chalk a, drawing of Freddy Krueger, and it says one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and then... Yeah, I don't know who did it, because chalk doesn't last long, dude. It takes one rain, and you'll never see it again. Yeah. So whoever drew that must have been a grown-ass man. So that's fun. And there, so, yeah, there's another spot where you see three, four, lock your door. And when they're in the school, he pulls... The, the teacher pulls down the little, like, screen... On the chalkboard, it says five, six, grab your crucifix. So they, they do that throughout the movie. You see pieces of the song. In yeah, that's, that's, that's fun. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they're inside the, the house, right? Yeah. And they're just kind of like, they just want to sleep. Yeah. Right? Uh, and we see Carlos. He goes and he finds, the whole house is disgusting. They go, he goes and finds a room with a bed in it. And he's like, wiping off the mattress and so much dust comes flying up. I'm like, bruh, don't. 
<laughs> don't fucking don't lay down in that. But he does. He oh, doesn't yeah. cover the pillows at all. He just lays down super comfy. Like, oh, my God. How bad is that shelter, bro? <laughs> beats the streets. Beats the streets, I guess, dude. But, like, I, you couldn't have done. I would have, like, found some. Pl- I would have taken off my jacket and covered up the pillow at least so it doesn't get in my hair. Like, s- something, dude. He's like, nah, we're good. Thank you. <laughs> it's all I need. <laughs> yeah. I just breathe in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, he falls asleep. And he Tracy starts yelling for him, which is stupid. Like she's yelling for Carlos, even though when Carlos came in, he said, I'm going upstairs, find room to go to sleep. Yeah. Very clear what's happening. here. But she's like, Carlos, Carlos. And she's yelling for him. And then we see him wake up. He's like, Tracy. And he's like yelling and he turns corner and he's in this like alleyway. Or like this apartment hall, I guess. And it's like, yeah, really like, you know, sketchy and dirty and. He turns around and it's an extension of that hallway. The house is gone. He's like, Tracy, where are you? And he's like, I'm right here. And he turns around and it's his mom holding the world's longest Q-tip. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, mama. And she's like, you don't, she's like, you don't hear me. Maybe you don't hear so well. Maybe I clean out your ears. <laughs> and he's like, don't make me deaf. Honey. I'm sorry. And then it turns to Freddie and Freddie's like, I'm not. And he, Sticks the uh, the Q-tip through one ear and out through the other. Oh, God, hurts my ear just looking at it, dude. Yeah. Not a fan. And then uh, Carlos pulls it out. Freddy cuts his ear off. So most of this kill is done with just, like, environmental noise. Because, like, he's deaf, so. Yeah. I thought, like, this is not a bad concept of playing with him being deaf and um and then when he gets he like cuts to him being in a boiler room and he can't really hear anything mm. um yeah, freddy's but, behind him yelling and screaming taking off his hat and dancing around behind him like he he can't hear him yeah so they're really playing on that but then he gives him a new hearing aid yeah it's really fancy fredified hearing aid yeah and it is unbelievable yeah, he hears too well because yeah, it's like this like living thing that like grips onto his ear, and then he can hear uh, a drop of water is like an explosion. Yeah, to him. he's like, ah, where is it? And he runs over and he turns off the the tap and grabs a little drip. He's like, ah, <laughs> and, and Freddy's above him and drops a pin. He pulls it out of his finger, and you can hear it just like the whole way down and like he catches it he's like uh he looks up again freddy's got a whole handful he's like oh you wouldn't do that would you man and then freddy just dumps all the needles on the ground yeah i i understand like the concept of like him being able to hear things way way too loud Mm. um but like in this boiler room steam is shooting out of the pipes and stuff yeah it's like that shit would be so loud, man. If you can hear a the sound of a pin falling, like though your footsteps would be insane. That's what that's what Emma was saying. She's like, I don't understand. Wouldn't his own movements and his own voice and everything be too much for him too? Yeah, like when <laughs> when he like jumps down and like he dives to catch a needle, that should have fucking killed him. 
would have <laughs> yeah, been brutal. Because you would have heard everything. And it been- yeah, the actual body impact. Yeah, it's like Freddy Krueger, you know, he chose what sounds are going to be picked up. Because seriously, all the steam being shot out of those pipes, yeah, yeah. it should be loud as hell. The yeah. fire blazing in the background. Yeah, because the, the blazing, the crackling, like. Yeah, but nah, we p- no. we choose. And uh, <laughs> and then Freddy shows up in front of him with a chalkboard. And he's like, ooh. <laughs> he's like <laughs> pulling it bigger and wider. And then he puts his claw on it and he drags his claw along. And it causes like Carlos' nose to bleed. And, and Freddy like puts all of his claws on it. And he starts going crazy and starts like humping the chalkboard while he's doing it. <laughs> Yeah, and, very uh, very Freddy moment. Yeah, and he drags the last claw, and <laughs> Carlos' head explodes, and the little weird uh, hearing he lands in Freddy's hand. He's like, "Nice hearing from you, Carlos." Yeah, gosh. Yeah, Freddy's voice in this one, like Robert, I don't think he does his best performance as Freddy in this one. At certain yeah, points, I don't think they like because um they were adding a lot of reverb in the past and like really pitch shifting it. They would like slow it down, mm. and they don't think they do much of that in this one. He's kind of like they just let Robert be Robert, really. Yeah, because when he says "nice hearing from you, Carlos," like it sounds like someone trying to sound like Freddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's weird the way they did Freddie's left hand in this in this one. Yeah. Like if you look, um. Like when he's holding all the the needles, mm. all the pins, he he has a very normal bottom of his hand. Yeah, it's, like just it's dirty. basically just yeah, it's just his hand with like black makeup on it. But when you flip it over, you see the the bottom side of his hand. It's mm. burnt. The makeup's fine. So they only applied the makeup to the top of his hand. It's like a prosthetic on top of his hand. It's yeah. weird. It's like in other movies, he's had full makeup on his hands. Or um, now what we see is like people using like the silicone gloves. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. They just kind of—it's weird that they were just like, "Yeah, we don't need it at the on the bottom." It's like, fine. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> they already had him as the Wicked Witch. They're like, "No, nah, we're, we're good." <laughs> yeah, that I would guess. require effort. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, but yeah, then uh, from there, what we we see Tracy, um. She finds his, she comes upstairs looking for him and she finds his hearing aid, which is bloody. And she's looking all through him. She comes down the stairs and uh, she finds Spencer on the couch, stoned out of his mind. She's like, I can't find Carlos. He's like, you see what's on this TV? And it's a broken TV with nothing on the screen. And she's like, I'm going to take the van and look for him. And I, Dude, Spencer being stoned to the point where he is just like incompetent really confuses me. Yeah, he's only smoked like one joint. Dude, yeah, he's got like half a <laughs> joint there. And it, it, I like I'm not I'm not a big smoker by any means, but uh yeah, that no. It's <laughs> more than that. <laughs> it, it's it's just like weird that I I almost feel like Rachel uh like whatever. Um it's I think she like really is against drugs, honestly, because the whole dare stuff being in there, which could just be funny. It could just be like a joke. Uh, who Dare program in and of itself is a joke. We know that. Um, so, but it's just weird because like, it seems like she has no experience whatsoever with drugs and how they affect you. 
So seeing it written this way where he is just stoned off of his ass after half a joint and literally is incompetent <laughs> and can no longer help you with anything. And just like, I understand being lazy and, and laughing too much to, to small jokes. But like, if she, if he were really told that I think Carlos is in danger, like, well, I don't know what happened. You would still be aware, you know? Yeah. He'd have to smoke a lot of joints or pull out a bong and, <laughs> quite a few rips to me that that uh out of it yeah it's uh it, it, yeah i don't know oh and uh maggie and uh so back at the school maggie and john doe found out that freddie had a kid so they went to the orphanage and yeah, which um, is fully functional and running kind of sort of sort of the chick running it is nuts but <laughs> yeah they so they go to the they go to the orphanage and uh, they they see this woman singing Skip to Me Lou as she comes down the stairs. <laughs> and uh, she's talking to all these invisible children and they walk in and they're, the woman's like, oh, I remember you. You do? Yes. And, and looks at Maggie and you and you and you and like finding <laughs> people. And he's like, Who's the Kruger child? Who was it? And they're like, we're not allowed to disclose information. And uh, and then Maggie finds a drawing of Freddie and a kid. And it's like Kay Kruger. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it could mean anything from Kevin to Kyle. Kevin, and- <laughs> Kevin to Kyle. <laughs> yes, those are the only two K names. Ah, uh, yes. Male names. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Must be a guy. Yeah. Couldn't be. Oh, I don't know. Karen. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah but uh he's like that's it i'm freddy's kid that's why i'm still alive all right Ah, math doesn't work out on that and i'm nuts but okay sure whatever um yeah i think i guess even he doesn't technically know how old he is if you want to give it the benefit of the doubt i guess he he could just look young i guess but like the teacher did say 66 (laughs) is when it taken away, so eh, yeah. I don't know. It's... And they do specifically but... say he is a teenager. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So eh, whatever. Um, I think there. Uh, they say they have to get back to. They have to find Spencer and Tracy and Carlos, don't they? Yeah, which I don't really get why, but okay. Um, but yeah, they like walk out of the orphanage and Tracy shows up with the van. Yeah. And Convenient. Yeah, of course. She just knew they went there. Um, she couldn't find her way out of the town, but she can find her way to the orphanage. No problem. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. she's just kind of like freaking out and telling them that, you know, she thinks that uh, Carlos and Spencer are in danger. So, yeah, they they get in the van and go. And then yeah. we come back to Spencer. Yeah, and Spencer's stoned, and all of a sudden he sees a commercial on TV, and we get a cameo, Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah nice, young, not abused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amber Heard free. Yeah, yeah Amber Heard free, totally normal. Uh, and then he's doing like a, a, he's literally doing a dare commercial. Yeah, yeah, he's doing the whole, this is your brain, holds out an egg, puts yeah. it in the frying pan, this is your brain on drugs, and then. He's like, any questions? Then a frying pan hits him in the face and it's Freddy. And he's like, what are you on? Looks like a frying pan, some eggs to me. (laughs) 
yeah, so like this is again where I'm like, I don't know what Rachel is saying. Is she saying that drugs are okay? <laughs> I'm so I don't confused. Get it. Do I become an addict? Should I, I be on drugs it? right now? <gasps> that was the point of the movie. You're gonna be yeah. on drugs to understand it. It's deep. <laughs> it's just like Rob Eaton. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, then he like full on is tripping, like LSD type of tripping, which that yeah, would make more sense. <laughs> that would make more sense if he was on LSD. Yeah, because Spencer comes up through all these souls, and he's like, or Carlos comes up through us. He's like, don't fall asleep, man. Don't fall asleep. He's like, Spencer, Spencer, you stupid stoner. <laughs> Which, by the way, that. So we were seeing the souls of Kruger, so that was like legit. That like, wasn't Freddy setting him up to see souls. I don't understand that anything in the freddy rules what's the rule book where's the fucking rule book to make sense of this i don't know but yeah i I guess those were like souls that were trapped yeah in the tv great yeah yeah and then they can show themselves whenever the fuck they want to people that are also being tormented by freddy i guess so (sighs) i and i yeah yeah i think it was i think it's cool that uh when they cut like so, we we see Spencer get sucked into the TV via LSD, yeah. um, and yeah, uh, Maggie, Tracy, and John Doe get to back to the house, and we see the TV was shattered the whole time. Yep, it's like oh, that's that's kind of neat because you would think that he went into the dream like midway, but no, he the whole time the TV was broken. Can't yeah. believe it. He gets pulled into a video game. Yeah, it, I I like this scene. I think it's fun. Like, I, don't, I, I understand it's so stupid, but like, if you're going to be stupid with Freddy, I'm down with this because it's it's nostalgic in its own way, too. Like, yeah, he's basically he's Freddy Krueger sitting there with his analog stick, your joystick, yeah. uh, playing as Spencer in the game. Well, I guess he's not actually playing as Spencer. He's technically playing as the villain in the game. Yeah, he's playing as like his father is like beating him down. And he's like, father knows best. And the father's like, be like me, be like me. And then Spencer, like, gets knocked into a tree and, like, eats an apple and becomes, like, super Spencer. <laughs> he jumps right <laughs> out and he, he blows up the evil father. And Freddy's like, whoa, good graphics. Yeah, great graphics. <laughs> you have yeah. no idea where you're going, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I would love to, like, anyone that's never got to experience, like, they, they played 80s video games. I would love to, like, take that and like put a ps5 in front of them oh man yeah try this one though yeah blow their mind that kind of stuff is what i would fuck around with the time machine i I would like go take an iphone to like benjamin franklin (laughs) or like 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 thomas edison like oh you think your phone's cool bro check this out (laughs) i got a camera i got you know what the camera is well i'm gonna show you (laughs) (laughs) like you do so much be crazy and they like they'd be fucking mind blown because you can't like, we can imagine futuristic technology to a degree, but you really just, I don't know, you can't put it into terms. It'd be cool to go back during the era of Star Trek when that stuff was on there and be like, we actually have a lot of this now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like holograms and things like that. Like, it, it's pretty yeah. legit now. Yeah. I think the only thing we don't have is teleport the the, the beam me down things. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, teleportation technically very plausible. I mean, what what risk? What's so risky about teleportation 
theoretically is that atoms like certain atoms and cells may not make the transfer. So yeah. it, it could it could lead to a splitting of an atom, which would be, Boom. you know, nuclear. Yeah. Uh yeah. it would be dangerous. Or, you know, you could literally come out deformed on the other <laughs> yeah. side. And yeah. Then, yeah. Like you're fuck you got an arm up your ass or something. Yeah. Like it <laughs> yeah. could be rough. I watched a show once that was talking about teleportation, talking about the power of like the energy it would take to transport a human body. They're like they're saying it's equal to that of like a nuclear bomb. Like the amount of energy. And if we well, we have nuclear bombs. Yeah. We do, unfortunately, but we do. Yeah, so, and there's always way. There's always ways to overcome that type of power. You know, uh, we see it with like NFTs right now, for example, and how much it takes to produce NFTs, and like how it was fucking up the <laughs> the system. There, there's ways to adapt and overcome to that too, uh, to make it more affordable and plausible. But yeah, it's just uh, it's doing it. Like same like mm-hmm. solar energy. It's like we could technically power the entire world with like 8,000 square miles of solar panels. It's just making the solar panels, which in and of itself is dangerous and bad for the environment and doing it <laughs> and dedicating space to it. That's what they're doing in Saudi Arabia. They got a huge land of just solar panels. Yeah. There's, there's pros and cons of everything though. Cause you know, like uh, it's going to kill a bunch of birds. You do that. Like, you know, so do windmills. It's like, Okay, let's do hydropower. But hydropower is like one of the most inefficient versions of power. You can only push it so far. It's like, ah, geez, ah. Mm. Elon Musk wanted to take, literally, he's wanted to take parking garages or parking lots in like Los Angeles and add a shade cover to them. And then on top of the shade cover, put solar panels. Mm. That'd be it. You'd power like all of California doing that. Mm. But you kill a lot of things in the process. And making solar panels is, you know, bad for the environment. You got to kill the environment to save the environment. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we got to do. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, let's talk about uh, Freddy's Dead. Yeah. So, so Freddy's playing the video game. And yeah. We can't, we're kind of cutting in between Maggie as well. Like Maggie walks yeah. outside and sees the water tower. Like, oh. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm here. She's like, I'm back. The water tower. The only water tower in the world. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. In my hometown, which is small, we have three. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's the one. Uh, so close. Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't know. I guess because it's in the identical spot, the, the identical angle, height, and everything. I don't know how she told it, tell it was the same color. It's a black and white picture, but whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. You gotta think Freddie's just happy when she showed her. He's like, oh my god, the plan worked. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. And instead of jumping on that right now, I'm gonna keep playing this video game. Yeah. Yeah, he keeps playing the video game with Spencer and they find Spencer because they're all looking for him and all of a sudden Spencer comes crashing through a wall and John Doe's like, I found Spencer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is another thing I don't understand. But so sometimes when you move in a dream, you move in real life. Yeah. But sometimes you don't. I'm like, shouldn't it be all the time? Like, we when we see John Doe sleepwalking, he's walking in the dream. He goes, he walks up the stairs in the dream. Then he's walking up invisible stairs in real life. That kind yeah. of shit has happened throughout the franchise. But when does it apply and when doesn't it apply? Because theoretically, anytime you walk, you should be walking in real life. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they completely disappear when they're in the dream and their body doesn't move at all. Yeah. So like here we we see Spencer he was not moving before and all of a sudden he flies 
through the window. And okay, so he is being controlled in the dream. And we see him getting kicked and reacting to the kicks. Yeah. Um, Because they bring him over and like Freddy's like stomping on his guts. His guts are going in and out. And they're like, uh, Maggie or John is like, Freddy's got him. And Maggie's like, no, there's going to be a rational explanation. And all of a sudden he stands up straight and flies up into the roof. And they're like, John's like, well, what do you call that? Rational? Yeah, because yeah, Freddie starts controlling him with the joystick, and he starts like, he's like punching the walls, and, he's and this sli- is where the cartoon Looney Tune sound effects come in. Yeah, very Scooby Doo. He's, he's like going like, back and forth in the hallway and shit. <laughs> he's like, rip, 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 <laughs> like shoots off. Yeah. <laughs> I do laugh at that part just because it's so silly, but yeah, that's that's all it is. It's Spencer going around the house, spinning in a circle as he's moving, punching walls and beating up walls, and like. It, yeah, because Freddy's just doing that in the dream with him. And and then John Doe's like, I got to go into his dream. It's like, whoa, okay. You're dream master. I guess you have that power now. We're just throwing it around willy-nilly. Um, but yeah, he's like, I'll go in the dream and I'll get him out. And he's like, Trace is like, how are you going to do that? He picks up a stick of wood. He's like, you're going to have to lay me out. She's like, what, with this? Yeah, come on, let me out. No, I know a better way. He calls off and slaps her. <laughs> she calls up and cracks him in the head with a piece of wood. <laughs> we see him go yeah. flying through the table. Yeah, he flies through the table, and then he disappears on the other side. Yeah, because that was him going into the dream. But later on, when they go to get John Doe, he's laying on the table. Even though we Wait. saw him hit the table, crash through it, and go into the dream. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, because the table fixes itself after he falls through. Yeah, so that, I get the concept. I just uh, they did I don't that know. number. They did that number three with Nancy when uh, Kirsten pulls her into the dream. She falls through the chair, and then later on she's laying in that chair. So I guess it's supposed to be we see the moment they enter the dream. Yeah, I guess, but like but, he broke the table. <laughs> yeah, I know it is weird. Yeah. Yeah, yes. and then I, then we find out that Tracy has this unique power to just put herself to sleep via like hypnosis. I don't, I don't know. Concentration, meditation—that's what she yeah. says. Mm, well. So she just like enters, and I love how they can all enter into the same dream, even though that was a big deal that Kirsten could pull people into her dream. Right, that's that such power. like an important plot point in Dream Warriors <laughs> that like only she has this unique ability to bring multiple people into the same dream world. Yeah, it's like oh, this is how we can beat Freddy, and it's like ah, we can do it because we can. It's like the only reason that um, Alice could do it is because Kirsten gave her that power when she died. Yeah. But now anyway, it's not like... Only, not only do they go into the dream world here, they go into where Freddy is. Like, yeah. theoretically, they should have went where Spencer was inside of, like, the game. But no, they're just, they just, like, pop into the dream. They're like, oh, Freddy's sitting there playing video games. <laughs> yeah, he's like, pow, pow. He's like, is that... And Chase is like, is that him? Just walks over, kicks the controller. Fred's like, whoa! And she pulls out the cord, and they run off, and Freddy's like, forgot the power glove! And he slams the door shut, so now Freddy's playing with the power glove. Yeah. Uh, which they did not have license for. Uh, they yeah. tried to. They couldn't get it, and apparently... Bob Shea was like, fuck it. <laughs> Just do it yeah. anyway. And the Nintendo, I don't know if they, if Nintendo may have threatened to sue, um, but after after this movie came out, uh, the sales went up tremendously for the Power Glove, so they just let it go. Yeah. And then everyone found out later the Power Glove is a piece of crap. So, Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, even at this point, the Power Glove is a piece of crap. It just still helped with sales. So. <laughs> yeah. They're like, wow, Freddy Krueger's playing the power glove? Um, Freddy, yeah, dude. Freddy's power glove looked a lot cooler than the actual power glove. 
Yeah, that's something I want, actually. I want somebody to, to like custom custom make me a Freddy power glove. Yeah, that'd be cool. They gotta be out there. Oh, 100%. Someone's gotta make them. Whoever makes Whatever gloves. Is. is that like Nightmare Gloves or something? Yeah, yeah. They probably Nightmare Gloves it. is still around. I don't know. A lot of those guys have kind of like disappeared. Mm. Let me just look up Freddy Power Glove on Etsy. See what we're working with. Oh, yeah, they sell. 450 bucks. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, it's really good, though. Ooh. Does mm. it light up? It sure does. Oh. All right, let me just buy it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just put it next to the nag, and there we go. Yep. Oh, yeah. I need a Freddy statue now. <gasps> just fill your office with mannequins of horror. <laughs> yeah, shit's expensive. Yeah, it all is. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, yeah. So, uh, Freddy is playing with power, and he's... Yeah. Having no issues with the glove, by the way. Um, no, things are going very smoothly. But yeah, he's like teetering into like a pit of his dad's, I guess. Yeah, because Freddy in the real world, he went up the stairs. He went bounce, bounce, bounce. And then he turns around. He's like leaning back and forth the top step. And yeah, there's a whole pit of his dad's. And uh, Freddy knocks him in, and he, he comes tumbling down the stairs, and the weird fallopian tube things from dream child reappear uh and spencer topples down in one of them because he's dead now <sighs> yeah their freddy beats his high score yeah he's like oh, beat my high score <laughs> <laughs> so, so apparently he's done this before but yeah apparently now their bodies completely disappear in this one when they die in a dream uh, yeah because it, it, the real world we just saw a, a portal open up so i guess that actually happened he's gone yeah. he's buried in hell now yep again freddy's manipulating the waking world and somehow yeah, it doesn't make any sense no maggie wakes up uh oh and there was a fight um tracy does this really weird twisting jump up into the air lands on the platform that freddy's standing on after freddy got the soul and, she, and freddy's like Daddy's waiting for you, little girl. And she kicks Freddy in the nuts. And do you think do you think they said daddy's waiting for you to be like I understand she has dad problems. Don't you think that was like kind of like maybe a cheeky way of saying because we're we're going on this whole plot of Freddy having a kid. It's like maybe it was her all along. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I don't think they thought but, that much into but, it. But then they <laughs> I, I think then later on we see a very creepy and disgusting part with what Freddy does in her dream. Uh, yeah. Which is like probably the most closest crossing the line, like disgusting Freddy's ever done. Um, probably. But um, Maggie wakes up. Uh, the fuck is her? Tracy. And um, she's like, oh, John's still in there. So they pick John they pick John up, they go and they're get they're getting in the van. They're getting out of Springwood, which they can do now. They find the exit. Yeah. Which they can do now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking stupid. And meanwhile, John does in the dream. He's in his house and he's like, Oh, um, you know, he's not going to get me again. I'm not getting off this bed. Nothing will make me get off this bed. <sighs> Fire starts. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> is so funny the way that he's like nothing get me out of it and the fire immediately starts and um he's like god damn i hate this house 
it's, it's yeah, his reaction is pretty funny. Yeah. So he jumps God out the window. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, damn it. So he jumps out the window. And... Which, by the way, what the fuck? Why did he just? Was you, that be your reaction? You wouldn't open the fucking thing. <laughs> no, just I, no. I don't like. I don't like dumb moments like this. Okay, like yeah, of course, those flames are are roaring, but they are not moving towards you. Yeah. You do not need to leap out the fucking window. <laughs> he leaps too. He just boom. Yeah. Doesn't open the thing and look out. Just nothing. Just full on panic. Yep. It, it wasn't even panicking either. He's just standing there. He's like, oh, well, okay. And just <laughs> dives out the fucking window. Like, oh, because his reaction is, I hate this house. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just dives out. It's like, what the yeah. wait? Why did you do that? What? No logic. No logic yep. whatsoever. But yeah, yep. of course, so he dies at the window and it's he's in the he's flying in the sky still. He's yep. falling back down to earth. And he he has a parachute, so he pulls it. And uh he looks up and Freddy's in inside the parachute up in the center, laughing at him. Freddy comes down. He's like, uh, he's like, Oh, do you think I'm your daddy? No, wrong. And he like <laughs> he's cutting the straps and he's like, But you let me live. He's like, just long enough to bring me back to my daughter. Oh. This is a hell of a plan, Freddy. Like Yeah. And then so Freddy's like, grounded, cuts the strap, he falls. He's falling to the ground. We see Freddy down on the ground pushing a bed of spikes and he gets it in the middle of the road and he stops. He's like, <sighs> he's like tired. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And then, yeah, he falls up in the dream. Then you kind of see the, the holes appear in real life and yeah. he's a goner. And yeah, they kind of. He's like, it's not a boy. It's not a boy. And then he dies. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. It's, it's, he's a fake protagonist. Yeah. And I get that, um, but it is weird how they're just like, okay, we we're moving on in the plot, time to get rid of them. Yeah, they kind of psycho you, but you don't really give a shit about John Doe. No, so it doesn't... you're just like, oh, he, okay, he's gone. And then Freddy's like, it's traveling time, and he turns into a stream of light and enters Maggie's head, and yeah. she's like dazed for a minute, and she's. Looks around, and they get in the van, they drive, and when they break the city limit, the the whole, like, uh, it's hard to describe, but, like, the whole picture shatters, and the van drives out into, um, toward the city, uh, which, Seattle, maybe, or whatever it is. So Seattle, Seattle, not Seattle. Now let's uh, talk about the United States. Hold on. Let's talk about the continental <laughs> United States. <laughs> no, what did you say the city was? Cincinnati. So, okay. See Cincinnati. Yeah. That's why I got it. You know, if, yeah. if, if, if you, yeah, I, I know you can't see my hands, but right here <laughs> to the right, you know, Midwest, here's Cincinnati. Okay. And then way the fuck over here. <laughs> On the left, Seattle. to the west, <laughs> northwest part of the United States, basically touching Canada, that's Seattle over there. So, okay, you had the right idea. Right. Yeah, you were close. I mean, they're within uh, it's walking distance for sure. It's like a thirty-five hour drive, but walking distance, thirty-five hour drive. <laughs> it's a light jog. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a haul over there. Uh, so they're they're driving back to the city and. Uh, and they they get back, and Maggie is talking to the uh, the head of this shit shelter, 
And she's telling him what happened. He's like, are you handling too many cases, Maggie? There's no one here by that name. And I would have, I would have known any new arrivals. And she's like, what? No, it was just yesterday. Like Spencer, Carlos, and I brought you a John Doe. Wrong. Actually, he brought you the John Doe. Because early in the film, he came and got Maggie and said, Maggie, there's a John Doe here. Cops need you to talk to him. Yeah. So she didn't bring shit. So she misremembered that whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no one remembers them. Like Carlos and Spencer, they're just gone. And uh, we see Tracy talking to Doc and she's telling him everything. And it's like, now no one remembers them. But yet kids here are dreaming of Carlos and Spencer, even though they never knew them. Or they apparently they don't remember them. He's like, I remember them. They're like, how? Because I'm not fooled by this thing you saw. I can control my dreams. It's like, oh, okay. Because he's a big dream doctor. He also, at the beginning of the film, Maggie looked at, or not the beginning, but when she first had uh, talked to Doc, she sees this uh, picture on the wall. And she's like, what is this? And he's like, oh, those are the ancient dream demons. Yeah, thank God he has those. Yeah, they, <laughs> they search for the most evil and twisted human being and then give them the power to cross over and fuck ah, with dreams. Like, oh, of course. Okay. And um, so, yeah, Maggie comes in. She's like, yeah, it was Freddy. And the doc's like, yeah, whatever he is, he's fucking with reality. And uh, what is the next thing after that? That's where I'm. Well, I actually, I sometimes want to point out that I don't understand. Uh, I don't get Freddy going into Maggie's brain confuses me. Hmm. Like, I don't understand. He just randomly does it. Like, she's awake. There's no problem. It's like, it seems like he gets enough power from the soul, like getting John Doe's soul. Yeah. He can now do this. But I, what, I what, what is happening with that? Is he, because it looks like he's possessing her at first. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Because she like moves her jaw all weird as if it's like, I don't know. But then like theoretically, I get the point is he could travel out of Springwood. Like that's why it happens. Yeah. But like, shouldn't he have just been like shot right out of her when that when he when they crossed the town line? Maybe. I don't get it. I it's like he needed to be within a certain proximity of her to do it. And uh, I, yeah, I guess because that's the whole point of him want, wanting her there. Yeah, because he and says then, later like only you could have brought me out. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, nope. Yeah. Because she's his daughter. Okay, why? <laughs> why? She, oh. she still seems like so possessed. Like when well, next time we see her, like right after they cross the town line, she's they're sitting in the car and like the inside of the window is all wet. Mm. And she like reaches up and like puts claws on it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. But I guess she she's not really possessed. She kind she's half possessed. Half. Yeah, she's like sit, she sits there and like cries about the newspaper clipping and whatnot and oh and she's yeah. like seeing john she's like going nuts yeah because he says it's not a boy it's not a boy so she's like and she's sitting there and she's like oh. and so she for some reason throws everything off of her desk yeah. no reason for them to do this grabs her coat goes home and uh she looks through like the adoption papers that uh her mom has and she's like who were they they, i don't know i don't know who they were they have rules about no contact and then she's like oh there's been contact 
Okay. 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 And then she's walking back in the rain and we see the newspaper clipping. And this is the only time in the whole film we hear the Nightmare on Elm Street theme. And it says 910, never sleep again. Yeah. Um, And then I believe Tracy has her dream. Right, she yeah, has a we, thing with Doc, like she's yeah, they're like sitting there in the punching bag, yeah, and stuff. He's like, it's your mind he'll go for, but yeah, Tracy has a dream, and she's like washing her hands, and she looks up, and it's her kitchen window of her house, and she she's back in this tiny little apartment, and she's like facing the wall, and all of a sudden you hear this guy come in and say. It's her dad. It's this huge, fat, greasy, <laughs> ugly, fucking strange-looking person, and um, he's like very creepily. You get you figure out that Tracy's father touched her and was like molesting her uh, because he's like he's like come give daddy a kiss. Come on. He comes up to her. He's like rubbing her arms and. Eh. <laughs> this yeah. is very fucking gross man and he's like give daddy some honey and it's it's so fucking uncomfortable and just fucking wrong and um but tracy turns around and she hits him with the coffee pot and she starts beating him and beating him he's on the ground she's like my daddy's dead he's dead he's dead and she stops and then it, the father leans up his face is all fucked up and obviously we know it's freddie he gets up and he's he starts laughing and changing into Freddie and he's like, "What's with kids today, huh? No respect." Yeah. And I was like, "Wait a minute, are Wait. you saying that because she did not let her father touch her in this dream right now, and she beat him with the coffee pot? You're saying she has no respect?" Well, I mean, the, that's a very Freddie thing to be upset about. Yeah, well, I'm saying like this is like. I know that whole child molester thing was originally a part of Freddy. And this is like the closest they've ever gotten to that, I think. Yeah, Uh, I mean, they kind of even touch on it some with Maggie herself, you know? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, like the the weird stuff in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. And she's in there with like pigtails and stuff. Like, it's not exactly on the nose, but it's... eh. Yeah, it's pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pushing it. Yeah. And then we even like even before um the whole uh Tracy thing, uh, we actually see Maggie in her dream with Freddie. Like it in we see her uh, in the backyard. Uh yeah. Yeah, we see her in the backyard and her her mom getting abused, uh, you know, domestic violence course mr england and he tells her to go to the basement yeah because the mother comes out of the basement first crying saying i won't tell yeah because he's a filthy murder um but yeah then we she has like a showdown with freddie here and she suddenly becomes her adult self still in like pigtails and yeah because like the door open we see we see a lot of different gloves in there yeah in that room yeah, and she's like, I won't tell. And Freddie's like, but you did tell, didn't you? And uh, yeah, and she like discovers that she's Freddie's kid. And he's like, 
you only you could have brought me out. Yeah. And the other the other gloves are kind of a nice touch. Yeah, I like the other gloves. They're kind of cool. Some of them look gnarly. Yeah, it's like you get to see the experimentation of Freddy over the years. Yeah. Like he had like crow, like like bird claw ones and uh he's yeah. got ones like nails sticking out of the top or if you like would have punch you with them. Like yeah. yeah it just makes you think like, oh man, he was using those on kids, like <laughs> Freddy. Yeah. Um and he's like, they took you away from me, but I made them pay. I took all their children away from them. So they're like, oh, wait, wait. So are you changing the origin? Now you're saying I don't Freddy? Think, I don't think so, because what other what, what was he doing before then? Like, he was still killing kids. Yeah, like he was killing kids before. Yeah, he just maybe picked specific ones as a result of her being taken away. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, so be it. But um, yeah, from there, um, after Tracy's dream, we we see Doc, and like Doc starts to have his little dream with Freddy. Yeah, Tracy's the way she got out of her dreams. A little bit of a callback to how Nancy got out of her dream. Uh, yeah, in school, she burns her arms. Yeah, and, and yeah, she holds the the scarring. Yeah. Uh, Afterwards, too. Yep. Do what you, you got to do. After she kung fu'd Freddy, and Freddy made his hands spin around like a propeller. Yeah, she was Buster Rhymes before Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Doc. Doc has, I guess, his dream. Some I don't really understand why people can dream about Freddy if they don't know who Freddy is. It confuses me. <laughs> I don't either. Like, okay, they told Doc about Freddy, but. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But Spencer and Carlos <laughs> didn't know who Freddy was, and that they yeah, do. it does. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Minor details, I guess. Um, but yeah, he beats the shit out of Freddy with a baseball bat. Yeah, and Freddy, uh, the way Freddy gets up here is kind of lame. I don't know, but it, to me, the way they uh, they shot it or the way it, he just gets up, like it just it looks like if it was being done on stage, you know, like. There's yeah. nothing dramatic about it. Like he he just stands up. Like I don't know. But um, yeah, he gets out and Freddy basically goes over all the ways they've tried to kill him. Uh, he leaves out a few things, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, but I just keep on ticking because they promised me that. You're like that, uh, yeah. Which what? The uh, thank you, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Right, got it. They promised you. We're yeah. getting that that first detail ever after six movies. Thank you. Yep. Never mentioned it before. It was always just he came back somehow. But no, it's like ah, these evil little dream sperms. Yeah, they they gave him his power and told him he'd be eternal. He's like, his dreams are forever. Well, until the whole planet dies, then what are you gonna do? Hey, well, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but um, Doc's like. Just runs up, grabs a piece of Freddy's sweater, and Freddy's like got his claw. He's about to hit him. He wakes up. He still has the piece of sweater. What would make him think to do that? Like he just grabs his sweater and rips it, and he he's like, "Hmm, I wonder if he can be brought into the real world." Like, well, yeah. And basically, from there, it's like Doc and them tell Maggie. 
He gives Maggie a pair of 3D glasses. She's like, you're kidding. He's like, you want to live? <laughs> and it's like, okay. This is just because we haven't mentioned, but the last the the last bit of this movie is in 3D. Yeah, it's supposed to be anytime she puts on her glasses, you put on your glasses. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, that's at its core is kind of cheeky because then you're you are then experiencing in real time what she is. And that's kind of fun. It's like you're there with her. But eh, eh, typical shitty 3D that doesn't need to be there. And it's just terrible 1991 CGI. Well, not even CGI, but whatever animated dream demons flying at you. And yeah, I've I've never heard. Like I heard even back in the day when this came out, the 3D was shit. Like it's just not yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. But Maggie goes in, she puts on the 3D glasses. It it doesn't honestly do anything story wise, like within the story of the movie. Um, but she basically enters Freddy's mind, and she sees his memories. So she's she's in a classroom. With a little kid, Freddy, who takes a hamster out of a cage and kills it with a hammer. And uh, all the kids start calling him son of a hundred maniacs. And he turns around and they flash from little kids to old people back to little kids. And Why do they even call him the son of a hundred maniacs? Like, I understand the real reason, but like, why why does anybody else know about that? I have no idea. I have no idea why they would know. Like, yeah. It's weird. I love that Freddy's a little ginger kid. Yeah. Little ginger wearing a green shirt, red vest or whatever it was. Red and green's always been his thing. Um, And then she cuts to him as a teenager. And he's like cutting himself with a razor. And we get the Alice Cooper cameo. He's like, boy, you ready? You're going to take your medicine. And he starts... (laughs) whipping him with his belt and Freddie's laughing and he's like if you just stop feeling pain you can start using it and he holds a razor blade at the screen because 3d and um finally she cuts to from there where does she go to next uh from alice cooper teen Freddie fun uh she is back to her uh being a young kid again right she she yeah she's in in the cellar comes out of the cellar and she this time she sees uh her mother dying yeah there was a point earlier where she had a dream with freddie and she's like but this isn't springwood and he goes out and he's like every town has an elm street (sighs) so yeah the whole beginning was complete bullshit got it so it's like you need an elm street but then how did you kill the kids on springwood that we didn't live on elm street because you just specifically said every town is an Elm Street. So obviously you need Elm Street. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make also, any Also, I don't know if every town has an Elm Street. but Yeah, probably not every, but a lot. Yeah. It is certainly a common name. Yeah, the town <laughs> I moved from had one. I was like, oh, I want to live on Elm Street. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then back to the end dream, she sees her mom getting murdered right yeah and then she sees her mom getting murdered she has like a little uh moment talking to what is robert Uh, yeah he's trying to convince her that everything's okay 
You didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. And then she does have a fight with Freddy. And it's so lame. Like, she just, she grabs a pipe. Freddy stands there and lets her hit him. And then she just grabs onto him and pulls him out of the dream. Freddy gets, like, boobs on his head at one point, which is weird. It's like his head is like bubbling, but it bubbles up at one point where it looks like he's got boobs on his head. Yeah. And I don't even get like him hugging her or her hugging him. It's just uh, why does it make him go nuts? Uh, It's because she's waking up and she has a hold of him. So it's like she's pulling him out of the dream. But why couldn't Freddie just like disappear? Yeah, I don't don't get it. Because like at least when Heather did it or Nancy did it in the original, they were wrestling together and she was waking up. So he wasn't trying to get away. But like in this one, she's just in a hold of him. Freddie has all the power there. Why didn't he just disappear? Right. And then like, so she gets him out. Like it technically worked. Yeah. But uh, where do you go? Why, why is it when she pulls him out? He's not there. I don't know. It's so stupid. And they're like, oh, I had him. And she's like, no, I'm still seeing things the way I did in my dream. Why? You're awake. There's no reason you should be seeing anything the way you do in your dream. Doesn't make any sense. I don't even know what what that means. I don't either. It's just that the 3D glasses went on and they like disappear. And then she's like, I'm still seeing things the way I did in my dream. It's not over. So they like run down to the armory. Basically, that's what it is. It's the basement. But they're like, they open it up. They're like, oh, the cops are supposed to pick this stuff up. I'm glad they didn't. We're going to have to hit him with everything we got. Well, if he's human, you don't, it ain't going to take that much. <laughs> but, yeah. But they have knives and bombs and crossbows and a yeah, bat with like the, nails the, sticking the, out. Yeah, of- <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of people are you taking in here? <laughs> Who brought that in? Yeah. <laughs> and what is its purpose? <laughs> yeah. And... And then Maggie goes into this box room, this back room with armed with the baseball bat with nails, <laughs> big fucking nails sticking out of it. Not even nails. They're spikes. Um, and she finds Freddie and it's Robert. Oh, it's yeah. Freddie. It's, it's Robert without the makeup, which I was like, that's cool that Robert England got to do scene as Freddie, but with no makeup. But like, movie still sucks yeah (laughs) and he's like standing up and he's like it wasn't right what they did to me you saw you saw they did to me as i kid was a kid and then they took you from me it wasn't right i tried so hard to be good did you (laughs) slaughtering kids like i don't think you tried that hard freddie and uh and like he's about to hit her with the glove she whacks him in the in the gut with uh the nail, the baseball bat spikes in it. You know what's impressive about this, dude? She she swings lefty on her first hit that hits him in the side. Yeah. Uh, she swings lefty, and then she switches to a right-handed grip and then hits his glove right-handed, bro. She's a switch hitter. It's impressive. Wow. It ain't easy just to pick something up and do that. I'm just saying. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, then his glove flying off is ridiculous. Another That's dumb another 3D. stupid 3D shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he loses his glove, and they basically this whole scene is they fight back and forth for the glove. So like she, they wrestle down to the ground. Freddie's like, "I need a glove to kill your bitch of a mother, and I don't need one now." And they fight, they wrestle, they run the ground. She bites Freddie's nose. 
He slams her down to the ground. They wrestle some more. She grabs Freddy's hand and she's like, oh, daddy, I remember when we used to hold hands as kids. I didn't like it then either. And she breaks his fingers backwards. <laughs> and and his hand is like not just his fingers, his hand cracks open. And uh, Freddy's like, oh, I forgot how much it hurts to be human. And yeah, uh, which which, by the way, he should be. He should be human here. He should be normal, but he's like crawling around the ceiling and yeah, shit. He's got fucking Spider-Man powers. He's crawling around on the ceiling. He switched from no like non-burnt. He switched from human Freddy back to burnt mangled Freddy. It's like, uh, okay. So obviously he maintains some dream power while he's in the real world. Um, yeah, they they fight some more. Freddy gets the glove back and he's like break he's pulling his fingers back to normal so he can put it on and um tracy like throws it's so funny because she's like throwing in knives and she throws a knife she throws in ninja star she throws in a crossbow <laughs> it's just like a fucking comedy like she just every weapon keeps getting bigger <laughs> she throws in yeah and doing like while while maggie's doing this and throwing all this shit and fighting and like tracy and doc are like trying to get in yep um and dude, Doc is going at the metal the door. door. Yeah, like dude, there's like a cheap chain link fence everywhere else except that metal door. <laughs> and like, what are you gonna do to that thing? It, this door is a big, heavy, like thick metal door too. Yeah, he's beating the shit out of it. Like, what are you doing? Why are yeah. you doing that? You should and just go for, try to cut the chain link fence or something. Literally, Tracy was lifting up the chain link fence like it was already broken loose on the bottom. So yeah. just give her a yank and it'll probably pull up enough. But yes. And she drives a, a crowbar into Freddie's chest. Cause she stuck him to the wall with all these fucking knives and throwing stars. And um, she takes the glove and she's like, going to put it on. Freddie's like, yeah, put it on. Feels good. Doesn't it? He's like, let your daddy show you how to use it. And it's like, that's creepy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she puts it on. She like, she, you know, uh she flings out the blades and freddy's like uh oh and she comes for him and she like stabs freddy in the gut with his glove and then tracy again throws in a pipe bomb yeah. <laughs> and, and she catches it and she sticks it in freddy's chest and she's like happy father's day kisses him on the cheek and then leaves and uh freddy's like kids and boom he explodes yeah. his and then his, doc does this god tier thing and rips the rips door the off like cane and fucking hell in the cell <laughs> it's like fucking kane. he just grabs his metal fucking door and rips it off the hinges yeah it's too bad he couldn't do that the entire fucking time <laughs> where were you hiding that fucking strength doc Holy yeah. Hell. jesus <laughs> yeah and so freddy freddy explodes his head explodes and then and there's another head and that explodes because reasons and you see the dream demons laugh. Yeah. And then they just. They, Those little tadpoles. Yeah. Yeah. They just fly off. And then it's so weird. It gets right quiet. There's no music. It's It looks so awkward. Doc, Tracy, and Maggie are just walking. It looks like the actors had no idea what to actually do. And Maggie just looks up and she's like, Freddy's dead. And then yeah, it just dude. cuts. Cringy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so, so bad. And yeah, dude, it cuts to black there. It cuts to black on that shitty Freddy's dead. Like, come on. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> it's so bad. And then uh it, it does go to black, goes to credits, and it plays the song. 
I don't know what the song's called. It's not a bad song, but, and they do, um, the credits are going, but on the side, the right-hand side, there's a montage of every, every other film. Yeah. Of, of Freddy. And then it ends with a shot of, uh, this Freddy and it says RIP. And then it just cuts to more credits. And that is Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you know, like, I'm all, I think it's really cool that they were like, yeah, we're going to kill him off, and then we're going to make a big event out of it and have a funeral to promote it, and I think that, like, all that's super cool. It's just, why didn't you take the movie seriously? Yeah, it could have been really big. Like, imagine if the movie was good. Yeah, if they they had done a super, like, dark tone and went back to Nightmare on Elm Street at its core and pushed that instead of this crazy, like, Springwood psychosis... Freddie is only going to say funny lines throughout unless he's like molesting people. Like (laughs) literally he is making a joke at all times, unless he's molesting somebody like even then he's still cracking jokes, but yeah, otherwise it like, it's just never a serious tone with Freddie at all. So he doesn't feel like a threat whatsoever. It's just fun. Uh, The characters don't matter. I mean, even Maggie, you're still like, I just don't really give a shit. (laughs) I think Tracy's the most likable person in the movie. Yeah, I think Tracy has the most, like, well, she has the most fucked up story, and she's she's the only one you could care about, because she's, like, trying to make herself better. Like, she trains so she can take care of herself, and she's, like, the less whiny one, but still, I find all the characters annoying, kind of, but she is, like, the best one. Yeah, and then the whole movie is based, like, purely on coincidence (laughs) (laughs) like the the whole concept of even like getting john doe to maggie is just pure nonsense yeah it's yeah it's all chance (laughs) it's just ridiculous um so yeah i I don't know man at its core it's so tremendously flawed that it's hard to really enjoy it and bring in what could have been an insane goodbye to freddie and uh yeah they fucking they blew it they blew it but uh it has some cool moments i like the power glove in that scene some of it's yeah it had like the map says we're fucked um right yeah and the power glove and yeah like carlos's death is fine it's not like the deaths are boring or anything it's just that they don't matter yeah because you don't you don't care about anybody yeah i mean the other films like the original you care about uh nancy um <clears throat> in the sequel you can like jesse uh in the third one you kirsten uh the even i really like, like all the dream warriors are likable yeah the dream warriors i really like um alice you know the dream master mm-hmm. but like yeah. there's nobody in freddy's dead yeah nobody i mean except um, tracy a little bit but yeah and even in dream warriors while like freddy's still on the more like fun side he's the deaths in that movie are scary yeah he's still dark like yeah he like was the, starting oh, the, to become the jokey freddy but yeah like the whole puppet like yeah, that's that that's up. creepy like <laughs> the only kill that's even like kind of funny per se is the welcome to prime time bitch with the tv and his head coming out yeah like that is that's funny but and that's a fucked up kill in three when he he drugs that girl and kills her yeah yeah it's all stuff like he's making a joke but like there's some really dark shit happening at the same time and yeah uh there's just none of that in this yeah the darkest this one gets is with tracy's dream 
with her dad. Right. Yeah. And even but, that, he's like such a stereotypical pervert yeah. that it's so you can't even really take that side of things seriously. Yeah. Like you're not getting that dark past of hers really shining. I mean, you we get it. Like we're filling in the blanks. We understand what happened. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's such like a stereotypical scene, dark and gritty, grease head. It's like okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Say no more. <laughs> yeah. Please, please say no more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, I mean, thank God the next one in this series uh, redeemed uh, re- redeemed the franchise with New Nightmare. Yeah, they they made the right choice, probably. Went, <laughs> shit, that was good. <laughs> yeah, and that's only three years later, dude. Like, I don't get yeah. why this movie feels w- way cheaper than it really should be. I mean, and then they they do this 3D crap at the end that serves no real purpose. Like, it doesn't even, like, what does it do for Maggie? What do the glasses do for Maggie? I don't even understand. Because, like, after she kills him, they come back. They, like, phase back onto her face. Yeah, like, that's what they, I think that's what they were saying with, like, she still can see that she's in her dream because she has the glasses on still. But they're just a pair of 3D glasses. (laughs) It's like, why are these important? Yeah, and then like when she's in the real world, you should see that they're still on. Like yeah. that whole fight should have happened with the glasses on still. Which would have but really, it's just so they're like, "Hey, we want 3D in this movie, but we can't afford to shoot on 3D the entire time. So we're just gonna sneak in at the end and like find yeah. a way to make that happen." It, her, as far as within the film, the glasses they matter or make as much sense about as about. Um, they make as, just as much sense as Duke throwing that random regular knife to Jason's niece and Jason goes to hell and it transforms into the dagger. Yeah. Just, oh, why? Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then, yeah, it ends on that terrible Freddy's dead. And that yeah. super awkward look. I, I just don't understand that final shot. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, She's literally a different character all of a sudden. Yeah, and it, it's it just looks awkward because it goes so quiet. Yeah. And it, it has a weird TV edit, too. They're not like an edit, but like a transition. There's a scene, I, I think it's when they're uh, about to put Maggie under. They're talking to Tracy or something. It fades to black the exact way it would if there was about to be a commercial break. And then it fades from black back in as if they're coming back from a commercial break. Right. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> that looks so cheap and so bad. Why would you do that in a movie? Why? Yeah. Yeah. I, see it. I mean, I, it's still better than Dream Child, but that's not saying much. I think the only thing, like, kind of holding it above Dream Child is the the kills are, are at least fun. Uh, they don't matter, but at least they're like fun. Like there's something memorable about the power glove. There's something memorable about Carlos. Like yeah. there's things memorable in this movie. There are memorable lines. The Wicked Witch Freddy. Like there's things in here that you won't forget. Yeah. Um, but I think seeing Freddy's past as well, getting a little bit of an origin story with it, and seeing teenager and kid Freddy kind of yeah. adds a little bit to it. Uh, after that, it's just uh, it's hard to be worse than Dream Child. So yeah, it is. Slide. I mean, one movie did manage to be worse than Dream Child, I think, and it came much, much, much later in 2010. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <ew. laughs> yeah. That movie at least looks good, except for the CGI. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. 
And Jackie Earl Haley's good, so yeah, there's that. Yeah. But it is probably one of the worst remakes of all time. So, <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm sure we'll get there. Oh, yep, we will. Yeah, yeah, that's Freddy's Dead. It sucks. It's a bad movie. Uh, and it's a horror. I'm so glad that New Nightmare got to happen because if this was yes. what we remembered Freddy with, it'd be like fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Ugh, Jesus, just give me the first one, the third one, and take the rest and go away. Yeah, it's just not a good sign off for sure. Um, yeah. But hey, I like the marketing. The marketing was smart. I I'll, I still think the funeral was genius. Yeah, right. I've seen a little bit of that, a few clips of that funeral. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I, I guess that, uh, that's going to wrap this episode of the Rabbit and Red podcast. I don't know what we're doing next week, but I'm sure it'll suck. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, same old, same old, man. If you haven't already dropped a review, please do. Helps us out tremendously. And if you're not following us on Twitter, do so at Rabbit and Red Pod. That's uh, that's it, I think. Yep, I think that's it. Okay, well, I guess until next week, remember that everyone's entitled to one good podcast. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creating. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff.